Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. You are listening to Storygram Podcast Network. That is right. It is the top five anime, top five albums, year in review. Did I say second annual? I think I did. <laughs> so, and if not, you just said it. Yeah, it's- I just did. <laughs> For 2021. For 2021, we had quite an extensive list. I was pretty surprised, actually, about 25. We went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And do know that there are some things that I haven't released yet and might be on our list. So, too bad. And you're going to be playing with the meta or listening to meta. (laughs) Yeah. We do it in the order we want. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I hope I looked at our list right. We have this beautiful spreadsheet. And I think I looked at it right. But you can always correct me. I have a little bit over five just in case. Because there's a lot. There's so much, it's hard to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have some honorable mentions myself. So um, that's where I put those. I have the top five, and then I put the honorable mentions. Well, that's nice. I bet your list is organized. Mine's just a bunch of crazy things written (laughs) around and circled, and then some are starred, and it doesn't make any sense. Um, What else was I going to say for people to remember? Um, oh, that means they actually do not know each other's lists right now. So they could be exactly the same and matching. We have no idea. <laughs> it could be literally a top five or it could be a top 10. It could be a top seven when, you know, all said and done. So we don't know. So this is fun. We get to reveal to each other as well. Plus, like we have quite a few ideas for next year too. Maybe I should have said this afterwards, but we have a pretty cool list. So it looks like so far, yeah, quite a few actually. And we're going to do some redemption animes, too. And um, somewhere in there, we're going to throw in the fruits basket. And we might stray a little bit away from anime, but we don't know yet. We might even go into something else. Not just documentaries. Hint, hint. Get excited. (laughs) But there will always be, like, maybe, like, music in there, too. We're still we tinkering always. with it. There's always going to be one media in one media. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's that. Yeah. Ugh, it's exciting. So. Yes. But this last year, 2021. 2021. Let's, let's mm-hmm. also like think about like what happened in 2021. Like everything is, tr- like, well, America in general and the world is trying to open back up. So we weren't doing much what, until like the middle of the year. 
It's still kind of strange. For yourself, I still don't do anything. (laughs) 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 I went completely remote with work. Yeah. But yeah, we have been trying, like, we as in like the world have kind of a roller coaster of like closing and opening closing back, opening a little bit more. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, it's definitely like a back and forth and people kind of scared of the newer variants, and shit, which, you know, they should be and people should get their vaccination if they want to hang out in the general public for yourself. <laughs> and just level up your, your you know, po- like the public health, washing your hands, not coughing in people's faces. If you don't feel well, hopefully you have the chance to take a sick day and stay in whether you've COVID or not. Like, just take care of yourself. Yeah, totally. It was so funny. Like, I was at a restaurant yesterday and uh, it was pretty packed. And I was like, I better go outside and sneeze because I don't want to get the COVID look. Right? You know, it's like (laughs) things that we did not like as normal people. It's like, Like, is your nose running? (laughs) Is your voice got a scratchy sound to it? (laughs) Like, are you sick? Get out of here. So I just hope people do learn how to take better care of themselves, stay hydrated, make sure you move. That was like one of the big indicators of health was being sedentary or not. And, um, you know, so yeah, cut down on the sugar. Oh, cut down on sugar. (laughs) For me, it's good to go back to the gym and get some physical exercise again. Mm -hmm. So that's always really nice. I did not do that in 2020 or 2021, mostly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that really like like having a dog. Like I got a dog in the summer. And so that's been really nice to force myself out of the house. So for other people who are working from home and all that, sometimes it's hard for us to like leave. (laughs) It's like, oh, so it's been nice to have these. Oh yeah. Dogs will make you go out or they're going to like piss and shit everywhere. Exactly. And no one wants that in their house. So it's been really nice to have a friend going. Yeah, totally. Talking about I noticed while editing the last podcast, we were really, really tired, I think, or it was this late night and we only swore once the whole entire Uh, podcast. (laughs) We'll make up for that in the future. But we also realized- And it was you. Yeah. you swore. It wasn't even me. I don't even know what I was swearing about. It was low energy. Something about Jack Skellington. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. (laughs) But yeah, we're like, we have to be morning podcast people, not nighttime. Because we're like, anyways, what else? (laughs) Which is hilarious because how we started our friendship in, in general, we used to always hang out at night. Yeah, there was years <laughs> where we never hung out during the day. I think it was like a good five years or something. Correct. Yeah, I think I never saw you in the daylight. It was hilarious. Getting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny that now we're kind of more morning people or something. Yeah. yeah. Though I will always say, like, you're my 24 hour friend. I swear I could text him at any point, <laughs> day or night, and he will get back to me. Like, <laughs> He's always surprised because I was the one always trying to go to bed earlier. So he's like, are you still up? Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) No more calling a late at 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing calling? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Then if I am, I was like, what are you doing up? (laughs) What the hell's going on with you? You're never up this late. God damn it. It's like 9.30. 
<laughs> but now I, I'm working back to it. I've been kind of a night owl lately. Just well, that's watching. good. <laughs> right on, right on. So let's yes. go on with our list. We had enough banter for a minute. Okay, so we're going to go through... Okay, once again, we're going to go through our top five animes. And then after that, we'll go through our top five musics. And then we have some honorable mentions. So let's get started. Do you want to start your anime or do you want me to start it? I'll start. And I will just also put an asterisk. This isn't in like order of like, I know it's top <laughs> five, but I don't want people to think because I said one first over the other, like I actually really think it's better than the other one. <laughs> oh, really? They're kind of, yeah, I don't really have, I don't have a strong, this is a, you know, so blah, whatever. I'm a little indecisive. Anyway, so we fixed Elaine's mic. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Top, okay, so Top I'm going to start with, and I hope this is on, I'm just like paranoid about my list, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number five. Um, Orion High School Host Club. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I was even on there. Right. But I love it. It's a reverse harem. <laughs> Who doesn't love a reverse harem? And there was so much tongue in cheek, like, you know, like trope stuff, but they knew they were doing it. So it was like super funny. And there were like the brothers who are twins that were like hypersexualized. It was like stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. It's very trashy. I remember seeing it a few years back and I was like, this is so awful, but it's so good at the same they time. No, that's bad. Like it's like they took like the slice of life harem situation and then kind of made fun of it. Yeah. Total reverse harem kind of a thing. And it's a lot of fun. I actually, I forgot it was in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yay. So, okay. Well, at least one isn't a match, <laughs> but I do. I really liked that one. I don't know if I should have had information about it, but when we talked about it or anything, <laughs> like, I'm just going to say like, that's what I, I like that one. It was on, I believe Netflix. It is on Netflix. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. It's I think it was released in the early 2000s or something like that. So there's a lot of things that they probably wouldn't do nowadays. Like you said, the twins thing and uh, some other things here and there. But that's what makes it so good at the same time. It's, it's so trashy. Campy. I don't know. I took it as kind of campy. So I liked it, that about it. Exactly. I am kind of curious how they would do it nowadays. Uh, so it was released in, let's see, the manga was released in 2002. And then the anime started in 2006. How oh, interesting. There is a television drama of this, like a live action. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't Ooh, know. It's that 11 episodes. Been... Where do I get that? I don't know. I might have to. That we might have, have to, to get on my list. Yeah, we might have to put that on the list to check out. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for my number five, because I thought about this for about a few weeks when we decided to do this, my number five is Beck. Was it called Mongolian Chop Squad, actually? Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. And the reason, okay. I have a lot of problems with this anime, actually. Like, I... <laughs> okay, like, this is my top five. I have a lot of problems with I it. I do. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Hold on here. I have a lot of problems with the translation. 
I mean, the subs versus the dubs. Well, actually, I have a problem with both the subs. Like, the voice acting in both of them, to me, like, have some serious problems. Like, if you watch it in Japanese, then you're going to be watching two of the main characters. Uh, I think it's Retsuku and his sister, who moved to New York and lived there for about 10 years, I think, come back to Japan and talk in English, but they're speaking really, really bad English. And that like kind of killed it for me. But then the English dub, they made the main character and it's Greg Arnis, Greg Eyes or something. They made the character have this raspy voice that sings out of tune. (laughs) But if you could kind of get over those two things, it's actually a really good anime. And so for it to even like get on my list, even though I had all these problems with it and I watched both of them in Japanese and in English, it says a lot. I really did like that. It does have a great story. It's a music anime. So there's like a band involved and it, it is really good. I really like that. Yeah. One. I mean, we watched that other anime, what was it called? Uh, K-On, which is really cute and stuff, but I think Beck does a better job of like what a garage band is and everything. Definitely. It does feel more realistic. It's, yeah, because K-On's like silly <laughs> and like just cute. And Beck is more of like a real story with like, really like complicated relationship dynamics and things going on. Right. Too. And it has like how like people will deal with bullying and like real life stuff, even mm-hmm. till to today. And so that's what I like about it. I mean, if you think about it, this was released in 2004 and that manga started in 1999. So that's pretty good. Definitely. For what yeah. it is. Good choice. Yes. All right. Number four. Number four. I'm going to say Cells at Work. Yes. I loved Cells at Work. I still believe if you watch it, you get like some sort of bachelor's in science or biology or something. You learn so much and it's so cute and funny and different. Like it's just like such a different concept to be inside the human body and be falling around a red blood cell. Yeah. So. And it seems like there's going to be plenty of content. <laughs> yeah. And you said there's like a ton. Uh, yeah, there's of, a ton of stuff coming up. Yeah, like a ton of like the mangas just go on and on. And I think there's two seasons on Netflix of Cells at Work. Yeah, there currently. definitely is. And it's just, I don't know, something about it is like heartwarming and sweet. But then there's like all these crazy battle scenes. <laughs> I well, love the so. battle scenes. They always remind me of like, was it called Power Rangers? Yes. Yeah. There's always like a maniacal laughter from some virus oh, or something like that. And um, you got the white blood cell. Oh, so cute. So I definitely, I was like, this has to be in the top five. Definitely. I agree with you on in every way. So yeah, that's a good one. My number four is Erased. Yes. I love Erased. I tried to watch the live action and it just didn't do it for me. But the original one is really good, has a really good plot, a good plot twist. Everything about it to me is just great. 
It's so suspenseful. It has a little bit of, you know, it's like fantasy in some ways or sci-fi in some ways, right? Like with the time... The time travel. Kind of stuff. But it's not like so fantastical. So it's just like a nice balance with it. And yeah, it is. It's a very suspenseful. And it kept me really engaged for it. Not, you know, because like a lot of our enemies tend to be like romantic, slice of life. I like cute stuff. I like to be able to like kind of space out and be happy. But that one I loved. It was like, just like perfect. Even though it was kind of dark and <laughs> had like, you know, like a darker theme to it or mystery to it. Yeah. Like to me, it's kind of like another version of like, say, a Death Note where Death Note's really dark too mm-hmm. at these points. But for some reason, you're really engaged with it. This one does that, but then it will keep more people engaged because that does have these lighthearted parts where Death Note is always just disgusting. <laughs> right? I couldn't handle death. It was too much for me. But Erased was perfect. <laughs> and the art is good. Yeah, definitely. The art, the art's really trippy because like everybody's lips are always messed up looking or something, if I remember right. I had some issue with the lips or something. Yeah, but otherwise it was I don't cool. know what the translation if there's a part. I really like the characters. It was to me, it was very um What's it called? Like unique or one of a kind. I liked it. Yeah, I wish there was... Well, I guess... No, I don't wish there was another one like this because I think they'd probably ruin it or something. <laughs> right. So. Um, I have to just... Can I do my third one? Because it's this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I put Erased as my the top three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so, so we're, go, we're already so going to the top three. So, yeah, definitely. So, so that's all. Like, that's why I wanted to say that. So if we want to say any more about it, <laughs> but it made my list as well. Oh, perfect. And yeah, so for it not to be like cute. And I think it takes a lot for me to like something that isn't in the slice of life, cute, funny kind of category. So it's, it says a lot. It made it on my list. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so my number three is Rascal Does Not Dream of a Honey Girl Senpai. Oh my God, I love that series so much. I even like the intro song. (laughs) (laughs) That's rare. It's hard to like an intro song. I don't know why I like it either. It's really annoying. And it's it's because she has like this high pitched voice, but this kind of grabs up my heart and makes me want to listen to the whole entire intro. Uh, <laughs> that was good too, because it, it has a lot more twist to it than you would think at first with considering you think, oh, this is just going to be a boy likes a girl kind of situation, but it's more sci-fi and to it and mystery. and Yeah. And they definitely like, that's what you think the whole entire anime is going to be about in the beginning. And then it's not that. And it's about something else that's in the bigger picture. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. Definitely. That was really, and I liked the individual characters were all really fun. For sure. Definitely. All right. Let's go into number two. I'm going to say a Gretzko. (laughs) 
I live at Gretzko. A Gretzko helps me process what I went through working in an office and how, like, it's like, oh, someone understands me. <laughs> like, understood, like, the struggle of the corporate world and just all those little silly things that come up in the office and in those dynamics that can be so frustrating and yeah. then to see this little creature then go into like a metal mode <laughs> and <laughs> i just love it i think it's really funny i related to it <laughs> i think that is probably a good way to let go of a lot of your stress too is to like go into karaoke and sing a bunch of metal or something right and just music idea. in general like music in general helped me get through an office job because i would listen to crazy loud anything. Yeah, I remember you stuff. talking about that. <laughs> I would just listen to like insane like hip hop music, like whatever I needed to just like soothe myself to get through whatever data entry or ridiculous shenanigans that were going on in the office. So I was like, oh, she's definitely... And I think the series was really good. And there's multiple seasons on Netflix though. And there's a new one coming out soon. Good. But we kind of bashed their Christmas <laughs> It wasn't that. It wasn't standalone. It wasn't. A, it wasn't standalone like they tried to make. Wait a minute here. I just edited it. Oh. I bashed it a lot. You are trying to give it a lot of hope. <laughs> so I, I gotta say that I bashed it, and then I think I convinced you that it wasn't really that good. No, it's just, I know. I've always like, off them, like it's not that bad, but it's like it wasn't. Anyway, it's just so. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite or something. I like it as a whole. The Christmas episode could have been better. It's strange. Gretzko, I love it in general because I I just think it's like this amazing anime and you can just watch the whole entire season within like an hour, which is great for uh, like people who need bite-sized things. But there was like a season that I just didn't agree with and I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was like the one where she was dating the Steve Jobs guy or something. Mm-hmm. But it was still good. It was still really amazing. But I was like, why would she do that? <laughs> it's so good you're mad at it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's based on the Sanrio characters, correct? Yeah, Sanrio so, character and everything. And we're looking forward to the new season, even though I, I can't see them making another season the way they wrapped it all up. I know. I was surprised that they could even have one. So. Yeah. I'm scared, actually, for it. Tell we'll you see truth. what happens. Yes. Like, hopefully they're not pushing it, but I definitely have enjoyed it. I saw that's on my top five for sure. So my number two is Cells at Work, actually. I thought it was an amazing thing. Everything we said for you, Santos's uh, thing. Uh, yeah, it's the same. I, I think it's amazing. I think it's an awesome anime still. And we are almost unofficial medical professionals. Yes. <laughs> Whenever I get sick or I, I think of people getting sick, I think of those little cells and cells at work like in people or whatever, or the like, if I'm like, if someone's sick and I see those like evil people in them or something now, the bad yeah. guys. <laughs> that's so good. Like the, and what is it? That's actual, they do imagery like that for people who are ill because that now, but it gives you like a fun picture of it. So you can make up your own and have that. Exactly. So, okay. Number one. Okay, I chose, this might be odd, but I chose The Way of the House Husband. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, you know what? It it was my favorite one too. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. It's just was so surprisingly good and I laugh out loud. And again, I guess maybe I like short episodes sometimes and it's just truly like ridiculous and just ridiculous. And I just enjoy that so much from it. <laughs> uh, and you know, the worst part is too that like they had what, four or five new episodes. I watched it instantly. The joke is pretty much the same, but I still loved it and rewatched it again. Yeah, it's the same gag, but it works every single episode. It's just, it's so fun to see this ex-gang member, like, and, you know, just trying to be a regular person and be a house husband. There's always something that he's just missing because he, I, you know, he was in a gang for so long that he just doesn't get it. He doesn't get reality or like what this superficial reality is or whatever. He just can only kind of be in a gang in a way. Yeah. Like all his vocabulary and his mannerisms and things, but his dedication is so sweet to his wife and you know, it's so Okay. Good. Okay. That's, that's the thing The the newer episodes do have a couple more things with his wife in it. And it does kind of show that they are a couple. Yeah. Cause at first you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> But you still don't get anything about, like, how they fell in love. Yeah, it would be nice to see, like, how'd they meet? Like, what happened? (laughs) I even watched the live-action ones. Did you? Yeah. I saw that was It was awful. Okay. It was completely awful (laughs) because all that it is is, like, what's his name? This character that is him. I can't remember the guy's name right now. Doing different chores and having him going through all this arduous just to do a certain chore because he's so crazy and stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was worried it wouldn't work as well because they just even have silly, like just how the drawings are and like the little, I don't know, the cat has its own little story and I don't know, it's fun. Definitely. And one thing, I notice it now and I totally get it, but one thing people should know that the animation is not the best. The artwork is amazing. The animation is just pretty much a image of the character with their mouths moving and then a pan of some sort of across the screen or whatever. There's hardly any movement in it. And I did not notice it until my friend pointed it out. So just know that when going into it. <laughs> but that's what makes, I don't, I, that doesn't bother me, but you're right. It's like, it isn't this high end animation but that's what maybe makes it funny i don't know (laughs) yeah the voice acting i don't get why it's my favorite it's both of our favorites apron his little Uh, apron with um, (laughs) shibu inu on it like a little dog apron and um and what's the name of the manga or whatever that the wife is into oh she's into that like it's like a police one with like police force or something like that oh my god it's so good Yeah, yeah. But um, let's see here. Character's name, uh, Miku. And she's really into Magical Girls anime. No, that's not the name of it. Darn it. That sucks. But you know one thing I I didn't know? She's a designer. Oh. Yeah. I had no clue. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm like she just works a lot. He like married to a very high powered woman. She seems like she's really stressed about work. So his goal, I would just 
tallied ours and we have three that match on our top five. <laughs> uh, did we really? <laughs> okay. So we really strayed far this time. Um, okay. I can't believe we had three that match. We're so awful. Let's <laughs> get you. Did we really have three that match? Yeah. Sales at work erased in the way of the husband. So the okay. other ones. So four, five, six, seven. So it's a top seven list. <laughs> No, we chose... Uh, okay, yeah. All right, all right. That's true. I wrote them down. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture. I'm surprised <laughs> your favorite wasn't that one thing. Did I forget something? That's what I was worried about. Oh, maybe like, you will okay. have your honorable mention. <laughs> maybe it will be. I don't have any honorable mentions right now. Oh, really? But I want to know what you thought would have been my favorite. Because I'll probably be like, Vampire yeah. Night? No, that is not my favorite. That's an embarrassing <laughs> anime that I just had to know what happened. Oh my god! <laughs> so, I didn't know. It's like a train wreck. Yeah. So um, Vampire Night. Yeah, that is a total train wreck. I can only watch like five or six episodes. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I cannot watch this anymore. And poor Santos. Uh, she had just to. had to watch it. I watched it. In the background, what was I doing? I had stuff to do at night and so like work-wise. And so I was doing things and then I just had it playing and it would just keep going. And I was like, we'd look up and like watch things on it. Okay, so we'll be right back in a minute. Storygram Network. Hello, welcome to One Media, One Media. I'm your host, Takeshi, and with me I have Santos, and we take two pieces of media, and we take a deep dive on them. Kind of. We just talk about it. Kind of. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? It's the intersection of possibility, where what-ifs and why-nots collide. Some on the cutting edge, others on the cutting room floor. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Storygram Network. That's right, and we are back, and we're going to do our top five musics. This one was a little bit tougher for me. I'm still kind of going back and forth with it at this moment. Yes, I'm there. I don't even have the spreadsheet open because I was like, I don't want to get distracted because we listen to a lot of cool stuff. So I was feeling bad, like, what does top five mean? And I think for me, a lot of it's like, what can I listen to? on loop in some ways, even though we had really good albums and musicians I respect. It wasn't necessarily didn't make my top five because maybe I, it's not go-to music for me. I don't know if that's fair. I don't know. Then people could know <laughs> there. That's that's how I chose it. <laughs> All right. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You start this one. All right. Number five. My number five was MF Doom mm, Food. Yeah, I really like this album a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. There's a lot to go through. You really have to listen to this one more than once or twice to kind of get it. I went through some of his other albums, like his other legendary album, which is called Mad Villainy. 
and I think it was too overhyped for me or something like that. And I didn't like it as much as mm, food. And it was a good timing to kind of dive into his music. Yeah, definitely. It was. And it's a great album. It's pretty short too, actually, if I remember right. I think it's like less than, let's see here. I think it's like under 40 minutes or something like that. And there's 15 songs. So, And it's also really sad that this guy is not around anymore. Too, yeah, so. so that's what I mean. Like we have really good albums, and then you like we also listen to music of people who are really influential or cool and interesting. And I don't know. So <laughs> yay, I've got that on the list. Let me just do a quick song here. I think if we go back to the one that we had, <laughs> these all have really long. Intros. Hold on here. And I love it because it just <laughs> reminds me of, I don't know, that yeah. time period or style of music. Yeah. It's well, awesome. I want to find something that really represents like the singer. That, yeah, yeah. His, like his rapping, him in general. Hold on here. Maybe it's one beer. I get no kick from champagne. Their alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why shouldn't it be true? I get a kick out of brew There's only one beer left Rappers screaming all in our ears like we're deaf Tempt me, do a number on the label Beat up all the MCs and drink them under the table Like it's on me Put it on my tab, kid However you get there Foot it, cab it, iron horse it You leave it on your face, forfeit Across the mic, hold it like the heat He might toss it Told her, tell him they stole it He told her he lost it She told him, get off it And a bunch of other more shit Getting money DTs be getting no new leads It's like he eating watermelon Stay spitting new seeds This the weed, give me some of what he drooping off Soon as he wake up, choking like it was hooping cough they been soft. First hour at the open bar and they trooping off. He went to go laugh and get some head by the side road. She okay, that was ridiculous. That was good. That was a good... I love that song. Wow. Like, what a verse, man. Thank Jesus. you for bringing that onto the list because it, like, now I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to that again. <laughs> it's, it's a good album, but it's like, you really got to get MF Doom and his whole entire, him being a villain, him wins characters. He had like three different characters, four different characters that he wrote albums for. But MF Doom is definitely the best one or the ultimate villain. So that one's great. Anyway. Okay. I chose for my five. I picked Mr. Bungle, The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo <laughs> in my top five. You know what? Uh, God damn it. That's my number four. <laughs> it's your number four. It made me really happy. It's like, it just was loud and fast and crazy. And I really enjoyed the energy of it. I loved the fact that this is a demo that they had when they were younger, but then they got to play it as more, you know, like skilled musicians with some really amazing metal musicians in like this makeup of Mr. Bungle. With Scotty in, like he was of Anthrax fame and Mm -hmm. also the drummer from, the ex-drummer from Slayer, Dave Lombardo. And God, you could hear it. It's just so tight. But it's not like a cool, it just seems like such a cool thing to be able to do is like realize your teenage art dream with like, you know, your future skills. It's just like the coolest thing. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun and loud and I loved it. So I definitely needed it on the top five. 
Was there a reason why you put it as your top five? I think it's it's just like I really needed a good metal album at the time. And I needed that 90s sheen of sarcasm in there. And this one definitely fulfilled that for me. Definitely. Are you going to play a song? Yeah, but hold on here. Let me keep going here on my yeah, tangent yeah, here. Okay, so there's this guy who reviews albums and stuff. He's, he's It's called The Needle Drop. And he didn't like the album much. And I fully disagree. <laughs> Challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's amazing. Do you? So. Th- did he have any particular complaints about it? If I remember right, he just didn't like the fact that it was just a metal album. Because, you know, Mr. Bungle goes all over the place. It's yeah, just they're experimental. Very, very experimental. But to me, so. this wasn't... It still had them in it. It wasn't like... Like you said, there was still the attitude was still there. I don't feel like it's basic by any means. It's just like a... It's not boring either. Not basic, but... Wanted it like, to be Mr. Bungle. Yeah, and I'll tell you, like, when I first heard that California album, I didn't like it much at all. <laughs> I respect it more now, but back then, I did not like it. I had to listen to it. Because I wanted Mr. Bungle, you know what I mean? And it yeah. was just them doing some weird <laughs> so, and you know, no, you get with a band like like this. So, but if they can bring us like clean, loud, awesome metal, it's like why not? So he missed the point on it. Like that's a bad uh, review because he's kind of missing the point. <laughs> yeah, and how the to this day, I'm just, just still wondering how Mike Patton could sing so well at the age that he's at, like going as long as he has he's able to scream and do all these crazy like 80s style like, like squelching kind of ah! i can't do it for the life of me i'll like you know but <laughs> he could do voice it. range yeah, yeah it's amazing yeah after i w- listened to this album i watched non-stop videos of mike Patton hitting these nutso butso <laughs> notes and, and people are like how how does he do this yeah, singing that's operatic cool. and all this other because he has like a ton of side projects. Mm-hmm. I don't know something about it. I needed it, so that's what's a good song. I mean, I think last time we played Anarchy Up Your Anus, but is there another one? I liked Hypocrites too, but we might have played that. I don't, not sure if we played this one, but this one's pretty funny. So let me go into Hypocrites. That's so good. Well, that is not so to good. love. <laughs> yeah. It's not the like about that. And I guess they also released a cover album. Did they? No, no, no. It's a live album. Oh. If I remember right, they do. I think it's a Van Halen song. It was pretty f- 
funny because it sounds like a Mr. Bungle song. I went back and listened to it. I was like, wait a minute. This is really weird. <laughs> I have to find that. I love adding new covers to my covers playlist. Let me see if I can find it. Motley Crue, Anna Van Halen. Fun. <laughs> so loss of control. That was very recent too. So it's this one right here. them they have like such a spirit they're fun and playful and like you said sarcastic and i just feel like they let it all out like that's like they're fully themselves that's a van halen song to me that does not sound like it but no it has that like wacky mr bungle chaos in it that i love so much yeah but when you go and listen to it it sounds pretty similar actually (laughs) (laughs) I, i don't get it i do not get it anyway so that was my number four so what is your my number four is The Cardigans, first band on the moon. Oh, yeah. Such a great album. And I wrestled with it because I didn't want to like it <laughs> so much as I did. So I was like, yeah, it deserves to be on the top five because I just, it won my heart over. <laughs> so I was like, there, it was nostalgic too because it really spoke of a time period. But I really just enjoyed that album. So it was something I, was, I listened to a lot. Yeah, I was actually surprised I liked this album so much, too. Like, I remember when I first completed it, I called you. I was like, what the f***? (laughs) They're tricky. It's, like, so cute. There's this weird darkness to it. It's odd. It's just, like, this weird album that's really poppy and... Definitely, like... I I guess I missed out on it, or I, I guess I didn't. But still, it's just, like, it's crazy that how good it is. The musicianship is definitely like up there. Yeah, it's thoughtful. And yeah, so that's from 96, first band on the moon. Is there a song you wanted to play from it? What if we just did, how about just the first song? Just do your new cuckoo. Yeah, sure. Here we go.
Yeah, that, that's a really good album. I really dug it. Okay, so let's go into number three. Mine is Beck Mellow Gold. Me too. Was it really? <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> It's strange that I've listened to it so long and I still just love it as much as I do. I mean, even just knowing everything about it, I still like this album a lot. And on such a, seems like a low budget too, which is amazing. And it definitely did introduce the world to this amazing musician called Beck. (laughs) Yes, I like how you have Beck on both your top fives. (laughs) We made like one episode and it made it to your top five. (laughs) This album, actually, it was funny when Spotify did their wrap up and kind of did your stats of what you listened to. This was my most binged album. Are you serious? Yeah. I just listened to it on loop over and over and over again. I just like loved it. (laughs) I knew some of the songs off of it because obviously it was 94 and like some of those songs are still prevalent on the radio all the time. But um, to listen to it all in one you know, like as an album, I just loved it. And I just, I was like, yeah, this deserves to be on the top five because it, I don't know, captured my heart. <laughs> so That's funny. So we got two. Okay. So what song do you want to play? I don't know if you want more upbeat one or not. I know Black Hole is one of my favorite songs on it. All right. Let's go with that one. Yeah, this album is pretty cool because the whole entire, like the the lyrics are very clever. Everything is very lo-fi sounding. Sounds like they hardly changed the strings and some of their guitars. They sound old too. And yeah, I really like this album. I wish there was more something along this line. Yeah, it's very one of a kind. Yay, our top three one matched. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, so number two, go ahead. Oh, my turn, right? Yeah, it's still my turn. Sure, yeah. Okay, number two, I chose The Idiot by Iggy Pop. <gasps> yes. Yeah, God, such a good album. Uh, it, it made me actually like the song China Girl. Yes. <laughs> it's true. That's true. This is the album that David Bowie produced. Yeah, this is a, a David Bowie produced album uh, during the Berlin era. I learned a little bit more about like David Bowie would like mix and it kind of would drive Iggy Pop nuts just because the way <laughs> he'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting. So why don't we just like record a bunch of things that sounds like this? And they would make this crazy, trashy album, and then they would have to send it off to mastering, and then the mastering didn't know how to master a trashy rock album, and so it just would sound kind of lo-fi. So it's it's pretty funny. That is good. That's a good, yeah. 
Ah, this album's from what seventy seven and yeah, uh, it was really good. I'm glad you put that on the list. I love Iggy Pop so much. Other music of his from different albums are on my top most listened to songs. They Iggy Pop always makes me feel happy. <laughs> I just listen to Iggy Pop and like I'm in a better mood. So oh, interesting. I didn't, I didn't know you had such an affinity for uh, Isn't Iggy it Pop. Funny? <laughs> Yeah, it's a great album. Looks like it's only eight songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I don't even know what song I'm gonna pick. I know they're so good. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, here, let's go with night clubbing. Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> good you, you know what it's it, it totally does sound like night clubbing with david bowie though it just reminds me of like hanging out with david bowie in a club just getting all crazy and, and like it just sounds like drunk and up yes troublemakers oh god can you imagine <laughs> the story oh, god oh that is so cool yeah Ugh. definitely great album anyway for you number two, two? okay this might not be exciting for you but it is interpol turn on the bright lights i <laughs> 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 uh, i had so much fun revisiting this album it's their um 2002 album that was kind of like i don't know it had an anniversary so <laughs> we like did kind of a deep dive into it and i fell back in love with it and so it's on the top five yeah it's a great album definitely from that time period that new york yeah, the whole entire garage rock thing was coming around again. And Interpol was definitely a part of that whole entire sound and everything, too. Mm-hmm. So it is an interesting album. I probably shouldn't have listened to it while I was uh, getting my booster shot. <laughs> <laughs> now it's associated with... Well, no, it's not that. It's just like I was able to notice like things I won't... Well, I wouldn't notice about it or whatnot, but it's still a good album. I mean, I respect it a lot and everything, and I respect them as a band. Yes, and I just loved it, and it's fun to dance to around the house. And and like I said, that time period, it just it's a really fun time period I had with friends. So I think that's why it's got into my heart. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what's a good song off of it? Maybe just NYC or something. NYC, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Number one, for me, it's a Tribe Called Quest. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. I still like love this album. I think it's amazing. It's a good send-off to a Tribe Called Quest. And it's, it's, it's sad that they finally were able to get together and make an album, and then all of a sudden, Five Dog is no longer around. So and it's interesting listening to an album where you could clearly tell that Five, he sounds sick. Oh, he yeah. sounds really sick. Great album. It's like bittersweet. <laughs> it's you know, definitely like. bittersweet because it's such a good album. And they still had it in them to make like something that just truly sounded like a Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, their music is so wonderful. And it is nice. It's like that's kind of like a sweet story to have like them coming back together to create an album like that. Because in, you're, you know, immortalizing your friend with this definitely okay so i think my favorite song i can't remember the name of it that's what's so f***ed up (laughs) what year did this come out uh let me see here 2016 okay so that's five years ago so we made it in the late 20s (laughs) 2000s (laughs) 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 i think this is the one with the elton john sample in it it's the wall of sound Ah, solid wall of sound yeah, let's see here. Hold on. Don't let it be my I should have spoke up, man, when I'm older, leave that to me Now hot to leak the man with a plan who went for it all Like Marauders on a mission where we killin' dance halls Mm, saga boy, Trini man, ride out when we get in my hand Love all of me friend, one, two, three, them all of the gang Move a cup of pan of weed and a cup of dollar man Ah, that's why I continue listening to that song, god damn it Right, it's really good Yeah, I'm so glad you put that in your Yeah, yeah, I really love this album is it as good as your other albums? Hell yeah, it is. My favorite is always going to be the Low End Theory. and the weakling for that one. But this is definitely like, it's a true Tranquil Quest album. So That was fun. Ready for my top one? Dead Can Dance. Die Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great album. Yeah, I was so happy to listen to that album and I can always listen to it at any time. It feels like I can put that album on. I loved learning more about them, their big influence in the dance scene I'm part of. So it was fun to give, um, to, to like really look into it and say like, oh, where do they come from? What do they do? What's their thing? Like all of it. So I had fun. 
Yeah, definitely. And it's hard to find stuff on them too. Yeah, they're a little bit mysterious. It, and I, to be honest, it's hard not to put like so many goth bands on my top five. So I like fought to do that. But Dead Can Dance had to be on it. I was like, this album definitely, it's just really beautiful. And yeah, yeah. I was in shock actually listening to it. I was like, holy, f- this is definitely like current sounding. This does not sound like it's kind of stuck in a certain genre or anything no yeah which it's fun to to see or i guess to hear like music from people who've been around for a while just experimenting and doing new things and having new visions for their music so i found it kind of funny that lisa just didn't get the album really she really had no input in it this was definitely brandon's brainchild yeah that's very true. Like he, yeah, they work together in a really interesting way of like kind of choosing this and then she just dropped in on it, but then she didn't really like the concept. So she had little <laughs> to do with this one, but I still enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think it's <laughs> a great album. So yeah, definitely. Okay, so song. What about any of them? I think the first one's really good. Just All right. People can get a taste of it. Let's go fire away. <laughs> Let's also mention that some of these songs have a little bit of a slow start. They all kind of build up to something and they add more to it. Yes, it just keeps building and it's very, I don't know, I guess atmospheric's not right, but it does feel like they build a whole picture with their songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a great album. Like I said, I was in complete shock about it. And definitely that's a very good one to have in the list. Yay. I'm going to put together a playlist of our top. Okay, so let's do some honorable mentions here. Yes. Music, I have a ton because we just listen to so many good artists. And so it was like when I first wrote my top five list, I literally just like copied down basically goth Tober. But I do have to shout out Christian Death. Like I really like that album. I love Christian Death. I like the Lead singer, I just that was oh, really fun. Roz Williams is fun. Yes, even just the whole like after this faith in the muse, uh, we need something really trashy and just kind of even understanding like the time when they wrote the album. There's some things in there that you can't really talk about or say nowadays, especially being that he was a uh, white man. But still, it's an amazing album. <laughs> it is. It's just really good. It's such a snapshot of in time of that genre, of like kind of like a subculture of music in LA and goth and punk rock. and Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> and, and to think about how many 
different bands that he inspired. And the fact that he was like a true artist too, that's definitely a good honorable mention. Yeah. What's one of your honorable mentions? I'd have to say that can dance Dionysus. Yes. It's a great yeah. album. A great album. <laughs> I, I guess I should have went first. Uh, maybe no. I'll... <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I really, like I said just a few minutes ago, I was in shock listening to it. And I was like, I could see this being played at big electronic music festivals because they have this whole entire, like, they call them, um, God, I can't remember the name of it, Shanti. They have this whole entire Shanti crowd that goes to like these uh, electronic music fests. And um, so it would fit in just like a glove. <laughs> yeah, it, that would, it would be fun to hear them live. That would be an amazing show. Yeah, definitely. I have another one. Betty Davis, they say I'm different. Oh, yeah. <sighs> like another person, like you said, like Roz Williams of just like probably influencing so many people. And being so like literally, like, they, it's like the album's like they say I'm different, but she's so different and cool and herself and wild, and it just made me deep dive into a lot of like women funk and soul <laughs> singers. So it was very an inspiring album to like look at that genre of music and the women in that scene. Now, did you ever get to watch the? I haven't watched the documentary yet. Well, there's a documentary, but there's that cartoon about her that the creator of Viva's Butthead did. It's called Tales from the Bus. I didn't know that. And it's so good. If you have a chance, you have to watch it. Like, because they interviewed the band. I didn't realize it was a cartoon. Well, there's a documentary and then there's a cartoon. I didn't know there's a cartoon though. So that... Oh, God. It's awesome. Tales from the tour bus. (laughs) We might have to go into like a deep dive. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. I've watched both seasons and I just binge watch it and I can't even I might have to buy it because I just watch it on YouTube and they piece it all together and but it's so good all of it is amazing like the first season is about country music and I have a lot of respect for country music now a lot Mm -hmm. more than I did before and then the second season is on funk and that's where they put Betty Davis in there for oh yeah so I just I definitely felt like oh she needs to be on our top five somewhere so I wanted to give that shout out there. Totally. That's a good shout out. For me, of course, I, I would say Coil, Love Secret Domain. That's a good one. I wanted to say that. So I'm so glad you said it. Cause it was on it was like on the fence on my list. I'm like, how do I blah, blah. so yes, it's a beautiful album. Yeah, it's very beautiful. It's unfortunate that John Balance did pass away once again. We had a lot of deaths in our uh <laughs> in our uh, music. It's crazy how alcoholism and mental illness really does hurt the artists and kill the artists so much. So, yeah, yeah, Dark River is like my most favorite song. Well, one of my most favorite songs ever where I could just listen to it when I'm in kind of a dark place and it'll just kind of like coast me along with it, too. So it's really cool. And I just want to say, like, listening to Quiet, they're also just. I'm just assuming they're like really inspirational people to the experimental and electronic scene. And so you can hear like kind of the origins of stuff by listening to that album. Like I was like, ah, like that's where, okay. (laughs) Like that's just cool to hear who are the kind of originators of some of these sounds. Yeah. Okay. So we did a couple of those. I got animes and stuff like that. And you want to go or you want me to go? Animes. Let me see. I think... 
Oh, I think it was Beck, which was actually on your list was one of my honorable mentions because I was like, when you remember, you're like, this is on my top five, but I have problems with it. So I think that's why it was in my honorable mentions. I'm like, <laughs> did I like it that much? Like, there's a split on it. It was like so good, but there are some like key points that we did not like about it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so one of my honorable mentions is definitely a straight story or the straight story. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So good. Everybody needs to watch it right now. It would probably be in my like number one or in the top fives. God, the acting, the storyline, the direction, the production. You're never going to see something like that again. No, it's a really good film. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about like, I'm surprised that this was in the theaters back then because I got to see it. And comparatively to what that we have in there now like Avengers and (laughs) Star Wars and it's just all ran by Disney (sighs) this is Disney it is but this was like a different Disney. This was it was. Like a, it was good. It was different. I mean, it's Disney done by David Lynch. So <laughs> Well, we also gotta remember like Disney wasn't Disney. That's true. Then, yeah. It wasn't where it's at today when they made this. Yeah, they were allowing their Disney characters to be in certain video games made by a Japanese company, which would never happen nowadays. Mm-hmm. And they would take bets on certain directors like David Lynch. Yeah. And it it was fun. It was just really, I did really like that movie. That's a good honorable mention. Ah, Anyway. And then another one that I'm surprised didn't make my list is definitely uh, The Great Pretender season two. Yeah. Oh, God. So good. Uh. The colors. I have to say, like, the art in that is just so beautiful. Yeah. Sorry. I did my two. Do you have one or two that you want to throw in there? I didn't have as Because I think the ones on your list, like Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Senpai, (laughs) that was one of my other ones, too. So you captured the ones I didn't get to put on my list, so I was very happy. (laughs) And then, okay, I have another one here. I have one more. One more. It's Fruits Basket because I love Fruits Basket. It's always going to be mentioned. I can't believe I didn't think of that. We have to. Yeah. We did a Fruits Basket mini. I think we called it Still Obsessed because like, (laughs) and we haven't watched season three yet. And I'm going to have to renew my subscription for uh, Funimation to watch it. But I know it's going to be worth it. Yes. I'm scared. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't want it to end. So I think that's why I've been like putting it off. According to my friend, he didn't like the way it ended, but the way he thinks is kind of weird. So (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned for that. (laughs) Definitely. And yeah, so let me think here. I have about 12 or 13 episodes in the to do, they'll be released. Oh, so some of these might not have been... I think they have been. Okay, we mostly hit things that we released. In. Yeah, yeah. Look at us, unplanned, <laughs> on schedule. Yeah, and we have a lot set up that we want to watch, but I do and listen to. And I just think it was a really fun year and we got to hit a lot of different... I don't know, it was just fun. It was really good and I'm happy and people could go look at whatever episodes our top five comes from for more of a deep dive of the actual information. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And there's also like, it'll be fun to expand next year. Like, cause there are a lot of things that I'd like to do with the show. Not just like, I mean, of course it's always going to be based on anime and 
music, but like actually being able to go see like a live show that we're supposed to go see, but because of the pandemic, we couldn't go see. And yeah. I'm dying for you to see it because I know you haven't seen it yet. And we might expand a little bit more. Maybe manga, maybe live action. Yeah. Maybe well, more documentaries, of course, because I love documentaries and the information. Yeah, it's, but, it's good to mix it up with yeah. the documentary. But it's always going to be based on like music and anime because that's how our friendship started. <laughs> yes, and who doesn't love those things? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so let's wrap it up. You can find me on all social medias at Glitchy Unicorn. Even YouTube, which I made sure I was following. <laughs> right. Can which I, I do like drone flying and I have all my streams on there and all this other weird... I love it. The behind the scenes of the sound stuff. It's so. all there. You can find me on Instagram and Spotify as Sister Santos. Stay tuned. I've learned Spotify a little more. Like I can edit my freaking playlist now. So I'm making nice intentional playlists and not just dumping stuff and listening to it on random. Um, so I'm excited to put together our top five uh, music playlists. Oh, coming I up. forgot to mention uh, we have a Facebook page. We do have a Facebook page. So I know people think it's dead, but just join us. Yeah, join in the us. Afterlife of Facebook. <laughs> we are experimenting with it right now. I am toying with how to make it work. Yeah, <laughs> we are interact toying with, with it. us. Put comments. I'll put posts. I w- I'll post our top five um, animes and stuff, and people could comment and say, like, that sucked or that's amazing, whatever. Or I didn't think you'd like that or so obvious. I wonder how obvious my top five is, people, at this point. They probably could have guessed it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? I'm looking at our feature list. It's like, wow, I can't believe we've put so much in already. (laughs) I know. Wow. There's like already about 20 things. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Jeez. People need to, yeah. It's going to be a full-time job to get through all of these. Yeah, and maybe one day we'll do a, a Patreon, and I have some ideas for that, too. So we'll ah, see. That'll be fun. Yes. Oh, so. That'd be cool. Anyway, so uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. 